Hello it's, and happy new year. It's 2019. What it is the future year 2019. Yeah. Like I feel like 2019 does sound kind of futuristic, but next year, next year is going to be like, yep, future. I can't wait for 2020 just to yeah. be like, do you know why? One of the reasons though, what? they were to be able to say we're living in the 20s. I know. Like is it's gonna get weird from then on because it's like yeah. all of a sudden we're in the, it's the twenties and the thirties and the forties yeah, like, again. Yeah, <laughs> um, we've come full circle, guys. Yeah, and I'm like I'm really excited to be in the twenties in my twenties. Well, I ma- yeah, I'll make it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just about making it. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna barely be there. Yeah, it still counts, Sean. It still counts. It still counts. <laughs> we're not getting that old yet. No, not slowly, yet. slowly but surely, but just we're not there yet. Not there yet. <laughs> so jealous of all the all the younger ones who are gonna be twenty in their twenties. I mean, twenty in their twenties in the twenties. Oh my god. But it's gonna work out for us because in theory, then we'll be our thirties in the thirties, and it'll, it'll all. Oh, true. It'll all flow. How have I never noticed this all my life? Because you didn't talk to me about yeah. it. <laughs> Clearly, we haven't had this conversation, so it just we you really did. haven't. That's that's what it was. You just hadn't spoken to me about it. Yeah, um, but I suppose like as it's the future, like well, it is the future. Um, we were thinking of having a future themed episode. Yes, that's today. what we will be doing today. Yeah. Um, definitely gonna have some future themed stuff. Gonna have some uh, pretty cool music as well. Yes. As we always like to do. Um, but yeah, future theme in terms of what's coming up in the next. What, well, what we're expected to come up in twenty nineteen is a big one. Yeah. But also maybe uh, other parts of the show as well. We'll also be talking about just general like what crazy things yeah, are what apparently might be coming in the future. Yeah. Which would be really exciting. Ah, oh, massively. Um, so I think we're going to get on to that. We're going to have a quick break though for a piece of music first though, mm-hmm. and we will be back right after this. Yeah, I was about to say, you didn't do it. I know. Welcome back to Genius Hack. New year, new me. And I forget. <laughs> new, this, this you was bad. <laughs> Bring back the old you. <laughs> I don't know you this anymore. Is future. <laughs> <laughs> We're back with Genius Hack. Yay. It's welcome back to Genius Hack, but okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I just think that we could jump right in to something that really just blew my mind, right? Just a little future. It's something mm-hmm. that could be happening in the future. doesn't say how far in the future, but, okay. you know. Recording and replaying dreams. That is mind-blowing. Like, I that, know. That, that that could even be a possibility. Yeah, because like, you always see it in movies and sci-fi and stuff like that, but you just assume that it's never actually going to happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, like you can barely remember your dreams, never mind have them replayed, replayed and back for you. you. Um, but basically, anyway, scientists in Japan have been working on a machine that would allow this. So like they're working on it already, like they're, it's not something that like we have the technology for. It. Yeah. It's in motion. Um. So while so while researchers have so far only created technology technology that can reproduce images from the brain, and I didn't know mm-hmm. that that existed at no, all. No, I didn't have no idea that was even a thing. Yeah, and the, um and they can discover these these kind of discoveries like pave the way to the to the ability to unlock people's dreams and other brain processes, which I think is going to be amazing it's fascinating and I mean like obviously it's going to be really cool to like replay back your dreams but I'd say that will be really good for mental health developments as well yeah. so like you know better understandings better ways to treat it even without drugs like treat it from like 
person to person without mm-hmm. having to take a medication. So the fact that this is all in motion is very exciting and yeah. very futuristic. To have something inside your brain, outside your brain. <laughs> well, do you ever stop and think about the fact that we're kind of, we're already, we're living in the future in a sense. Oh, yeah. In that, like, obviously we jokingly were like, oh, 2020 is such a futuristic yeah. year. <laughs> but I mean, look at, I mean, look at us sitting here yeah. in a situation where, I mean, I have a laptop sitting in front of me here and you've got your phone sitting in front of you there. Yeah. And I mean, like, laptops now relatively slim yeah easy to carry around they're not too bad but then on top of that you've got your phone which is basically like this slim piece of like plastic and metal and glass <laughs> and the world is in it and right? everything yeah and like you look back at um star trek yeah i think you look back at star trek now and it, it's fascinating to go back and look at some of the stuff that they had in that show and yeah Oh, excuse me. And they're walking. <laughs> that was the microphone squeaking. <laughs> that I realized me saying excuse me after that squeak was so bad. But um, yeah, the basically like they, you'd see them walking around with these what are essentially tablets, like tablet yeah. computers, and they're walking around. They're doing stuff on that, and they're controlling stuff on the ship and stuff yeah. like that, which is amazing. And if you go back to the earlier seasons of Star Trek when they had the flip communicator thingies, yeah. and you had they flipped them out. And like that was so cool, like and at like, the time. Exactly, and like this is essentially what we're living in now. Because I mean, look at smart homes. Yeah. You have your tablet, and literally, like your heating, your lights, your TV, your sound systems, everything is connected to your mm-hmm. tablet. And um, it's so cool. It is. It's, it's crazy. I like. It's so weird. I am. I like. I really want to have a smartphone or a smart home. I have a smart. <laughs> you phone. have a smart. It's in your yes. hand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want a smart home. And that's definitely, like, when I move out, that's going to be, like, everything is going to be rigged up and it's going to be like that house in The Simpsons that eventually tries to kill. So you've no fear of our AI overlords? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of do. But at the same time, I'm just like, look, guys, chill. I'm on your side. I'm not a violent person. We got no beef. I'm vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) They're not, they're not, like, life. They're... Although, look, we spoke about all this stuff in the AI episode, yeah. so I suppose we won't go back into it all. Yeah. But, um, no, I think, I think it is. It's incredible. Like, even just little things like that, like the whole smart home thing. We've yeah. had the technology for a few years now where there's fridges that can just restock themselves. They order food. Yeah. So you've run out of milk. The fridge <laughs> knows you've run out of milk, sends you an email to your phone to say, you've run out of milk. Should I order more? Oh. Yes. There you go. It orders more milk. It's so uh, weird. It's crazy. Like, even 10 years ago. Say that to say that to somebody ten years ago, and they were like, "What are you talking about, you They'd crazy be person?" Asking what you'd been smoking, yeah, you know, like, and seriously, that would be the first thing to come to mind because be like, That's exactly, way. yeah, like your robot fridge is gonna go and restock yeah. itself, yeah, <laughs> go to the shop, sure, what? and pigs can fly, and like, similar to that, have you ever done seen those lists like words that wouldn't have made sense like ten or fifteen years yeah. ago? I love that. Or words that wouldn't make sense back in the 90s. And, and like, one of the phrases is like, oh, what's the Wi-Fi code? Yeah. <laughs> Little things like that you don't yeah. even think about. Yeah. Like, what's your like, Wi-Fi code? Yeah. Which, when you go into a friend's house, if they've changed their Wi-Fi or if it's the first time you've gone into their house or you've got a new phone or something, it's one of the first things you ask. Exactly, Like, yeah. what's your Wi-Fi code? Because you can't bear to be separated <laughs> from the yeah. internet. It's such a common phrase now, but 90s would be like, your your what now? Your, your wifi? Your, what's, what's a your, wifi? <laughs> your wife has a code? <laughs> yeah, my wife's eye code. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we are essentially in the future already. Yeah. And another thing that I saw that we can hope to see very soon is rebuilding organs. And mm. I think, I 
think I saw something like this on Grey's Anatomy because you know the way Grey's Anatomy is a documentary. Of course, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, of the real amount life. of disasters they've had in that hospital. I know, it's rough, <laughs> it's rough, it's cursed. Um, but basically, there's been a lot of work towards rebuilding organs and the theory is to essentially take diseased organs um, of any kind and neutralise it, remove all the individual cells, leaving only the extra cells, what is it? the extracellular matrix scaffold and then they'll work from that right to rebuild it and but like before it was ever affected by di- by disease and um oh wow so it's like a reset in a way essentially yeah so like like rebuild a kidney that was maybe on that needed was failing or was on dialysis and turn it into a healthy kidney again. so this would be from your own your own stuff this would be like making a copy of your kidney yes so if you needed a kidney because we know that one of the big issues now with transplants and stuff is you could be on a transplant list for years you could get your transplant and then god forbid your body could reject the transplant and all that time and work and stuff has gone to waste and we know that's a possibility we know that happens to a lot of people sadly but in theory if it's your own essentially if it's it's not an alien no it's it's biologically your own organ yeah and so there's probably there's probably still a good chance there is obviously there's going to be a chance your body could reject it because yeah. of course it developed external to your body so yeah. it would have some differences yeah to your own say we'll say kidney for talk's sake yeah um but surely there's a much lower chance of exactly, it being rejected yeah and that's it like we'll have such a lower rate of failure and a higher rate of survival and the word not accepting is it accepting i think it's accepting um for the body yeah but on an even more like that is wonderful oh yeah but on a similar note they're also looking at maybe being able to regrow an entire limb wow <laughs> yes um so like there's quite a few ways that it can be achieved and like between all the all the research going on in the world at the moment it's it's not impossible Mm -hmm. they're just kind of trying to find out how but um what's stopping what's stopping them is the complexity of it and it will like obviously it will be very very tricky but they are looking into it as much as they can and i think again it's the case that we have the technology to do it but it's now how to do the really complicated bits like actually like the more biological bits of it which i think is insane oh it is it's crazy like it, it is it's absolutely crazy the fact that you know we could eventually and i mean i believe we will yeah eventually live in a time where there's no need for say prosthetics at all yeah because you just you know uh you had to have my leg amputated it's grand i'll be off work for a few months <laughs> it'll, it'll grow back yeah <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> um but even as you were saying with prosthetics like even them in the last 10 years amazing advancements oh, crazy and like i mean they 10 years ago they were really good already like n- basically from the get-go they've been they've been life-changing um but now you're looking at ones where they they're i think they use smart technology to link it up with your own nerves mm-hmm. i could be completely wrong do let me know if I i've heard something about this yeah, yeah it's and so it it works as if it was your natural limb like it reacts and it will, you, like you can feel like on the sole of your foot and mm-hmm. different things like that. They are trying to develop stuff like that yeah. actually in terms of 
because one of the big differences that or one of the big issues I suppose that people have if say if they have got a, a prosthetic limb mm. is me or you can pick something up and we know uh, we understand tactile kind of force yeah. pressure and stuff like that so I mean if you pick up a water bottle uh, that hasn't got a lid on it obviously if you pick up that water bottle and you squeeze that with everything you have water's going to go everywhere you crush the bottle yeah grand you know what's going to happen but you also know that ex- you know exactly naturally yeah. how much force you need to put on that bottle so as not to crush it but to create enough of a squeeze that you can hold it and that you won't drop it yeah that the natural friction between your hand and the bottle is going to be enough to not drop the bottle yeah that's something that's very difficult to get right if you've got no sense of touch if you've got, yeah. if you've got no feeling yeah because that's the only way we have it uh, the only way we can do something like that um <laughs> The other issue that they have is, um, I might have this term, proprioception. Okay. Um, which is essentially... Is that like your limbs in space? Yes, it? exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's yeah. our knowledge of our limbs in space. Um, and when it's your own limb, we know where it is. It's like that whole thing of, you know, you can do it now as you're listening. They put your hand out yeah. to your side, close your eyes, touch uh, and touch your nose. You'll be able to touch your nose. Do the same thing and touch get very good, Orla. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you closed your eyes as your hand was on your way to your face, so that's cheating. Um, but yeah, like we can all we can all do that. You can do the same with your elbow, your knee, whatever. We yeah. can all do that. Some people obviously have certain um, kind of motor neuro- neurological type of issues where maybe they can't exactly do that. But yeah. the vast majority of people can. Yeah. Um, we have you know we have this knowledge of our limbs in space. Exactly. And you, that's used in everything. We even there's some self defense techniques that they use where it's like bring your effect like bring your hand to your ear in order to do so because you know naturally how to do that yeah instead of having to kind of tell you oh your arm needs to be at a 45 degree angle or something. <laughs> no you bring your hand to this part of your body in order to protect in certain ways or to yeah. move in move in a, in a guard and stuff it's used in so many ways and that's something that right now with uh, prosthetics it's very hard to do yeah it gets lost yeah because your brain is searching for this body yeah. part and in if you've got a prosthetic your eyes are telling your brain it's there yeah but your brain is like I can't but I can't I can't it. communicate with it yeah. yeah it's really it's so interesting mm. I feel like we could do a whole episode on prosthetics and I think we should actually I think it's kind of how it began yeah there's enough or there's more than enough there to actually do a, a very interesting episode yeah. as well I think on, on that so that should be something we revisit because it would be a great example of how far technology has come as well yeah and how and obviously because an awful lot has to do with the psychology of um, the amputee as mm. well and how they react and how their bodies react and yeah because your body wants to adopt it yeah and different types of physiotherapy that Mm. like advances in that and like better ways that people have adjusted quicker or maybe slower Um, but no I think it would be a really interesting topic to do like have you seen that test and we'll go into it maybe more as I said again when we do this as an actual episode Mm -hmm. but there's a test they do where they basically get the person to sit there and this would be a person who still has like still has the limb yeah and basically you'll sit there with like say a curtain and your hand will be on one side of the curtain and coming out of your sleeve will be a prosthetic arm ah. and what someone will do is they'll take a brush and they'll you won't be able to see what's going on behind the curtain where your actual hand is all you can see is the prosthetic is the prosthetic hand um, and what they do is they take two paintbrushes and they rub them on the back of your hand and the prosthetic hand mm-hmm. so it's creating kind of a connection in yeah, your brain yeah, yeah, to yeah. this hand because you're only seeing the prosthetic yeah. and you're seeing it being rubbed and in your mind 
you're feeling that this is happening and they keep doing yeah. it and they keep doing it and then what they'll do is they'll do a couple of other things like they might you know scratch the back of the hand while they're scratching the back of your hand stuff like that but what they do then is they get a hammer and they just come out of nowhere with it and they'll slam the hammer down on the prosthetic hand uh, and ev- pretty much every time the person reacts like they just got a smack of a hammer in the hand Why? because their brain has gotten so connected, connected. to this thing yeah. so your brain wants to connect to things like that yeah that's so interesting it is it's, it's crazy brains are weird they are they're so weird and my favourite thing like about brains is you know when, when you're talking about like oh they're so intricate or they're so weird yeah. or that's your brain thinking that. It's thinking about itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the most self-absorbed organ. <laughs> well, my favorite thing about the brain is the fact that we are just a brain. Yeah. Realistically, we're just a brain. <laughs> what we are ourselves, we're just, it's essentially like, um, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen Men in Black. Yes. Oh, and where men in black. they're doing the autopsy <laughs> and they find the, the button on the guy's ear and his face opens and yeah. it's the little alien inside. Yeah. We're basically the little alien. <laughs> That's what we are. That's all it is. Inside this meat machine. <laughs> <laughs> nice description. Uh, meat machine. Um, actually, speaking of meat machines. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is, this is something we were talking about earlier. But By the way, Segway 101, that was there. That was that was a perfect segue. <laughs> Go on, anyway. It was, it was just so perfect because I was like, hey, this ties in. Cultured meat. Yes. And fabricating meat from, like, non-animals, mm. but making it taste and look and react and cook and smell just like real animal meat. Have That's you seen the Impossible Burger? Yes. That is incredible. Yeah. I've I've had one extremely similar to it. Um, I don't... It wasn't the Impossible Burger because yeah. I don't think that's available here. No, um, it's, it's copyrighted. Yeah, we have one similar mm. and it was very odd. It was a very weird sensation because it looked... It, it just... I'm looking at a picture of one. It looks like a beef burger. It looks like meat. It's so weird. Now, I don't, I don't know if that one is supposed to taste like it, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and even now, current versions of them um, even bleed. Yeah, they're made so that when you put them, because that is actually part of the cooking process, because the the juices, the juices in the meat. Yeah. Because one of the problems, and I'm sure you'd probably know this nearly better than I would, with a lot of um, vegetarian meat substitutes, substitutes, they're very dry. They can be. Yeah. So whereas what this is trying to do is replicate that. It's replicating yeah. the um, the juices. So mm. there is something put in it. I don't think they have to color them red, but no. they do just. T- it comes from, from the, the beetroot in it. Ah. It's natural coloring. Right. Yeah. Um, fun fact. And that's also what kind of makes it, gives it kind of look like it ble- it's bleeding. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really want to try it because... I'd love to. I really don't know where I'd stand on it because for me now, eating meat is like the abject. Yeah. It's, it's very visceral for me because like, I've been vegetarian for nearly 10 years. Mm. So, and I, like, I was only about 16, 17 when I went veggie. Yeah. So I was young enough and to kind of to not have meat anymore it it's it's very it's nearly like an alien concept because i'm like yeah i i don't want i don't want to i don't want that the textures or anything like that mm-hmm. anymore because it's so strange and um like i've had meat substitutes and like to be fair i don't really remember what real yeah. meat tastes like but i've had some meat substitutes that 
tastes like my memory of it. Yeah. Like chicken strips, like sandwich chicken. And I had to, I couldn't, the first time I got it, I couldn't eat it. Because, and I gave it It was to, so, so similar, like. Yeah, and I, like, my mom tried it, and my boyfriend tried it, and they were like, no, Orla, like, that tastes nothing like chicken. Yeah. Uh, or, like, I was like, no, but, like, it's fibery, it's fibery like chicken, and they're just like, yeah, but it's different fibers. Yeah. But I see your memory of it yeah, gets affected. Exactly, like, yeah. I recently had a friend get me to try um, a vegan chocolate bar that she was, like, blown away boy because yeah. she's like this is she'd been trying to find something that was like really good like milk chocolate kind of taste in chocolate yeah. like it tasted really good she's like this is incredible <laughs> like can you believe that this is vegan uh, this is vegan like, yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> like, uh, it really tastes like you just handed me some sugary dirt like yeah, it, oh, yeah. No. and but she was blown away boy yeah but her taste buds had kind of forgotten yeah what proper chocolate tastes like <laughs> Now I say proper chocolate. Proper chocolate is dark chocolate, really. Yeah, it's um, I which like is vegan. Of, yeah, I like uh-huh. a bit of dark chocolate. Um, but yeah, but yeah, your brain can kind of eventually sort of confuse itself. I think exactly. And um, it is like it is interesting how you adapt and change because they always say that your what well, your taste buds regenerate every se- every seven years. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the day that I enjoy tomatoes. I like every tomato byproduct. I like sun dried tomatoes. I like tomato sauce. Soup, I'm everything. like that with mushrooms. Really? I like mushroom soup. I yeah. like mushroom every. I like mushroom flavored things. Yeah. I like the flavor of mushrooms. But the consistency mushrooms. of mushrooms makes me feel ill. Ugh. It's just this weird, spongy, foamy mm. thing. No, can't do it. No, I like them. But if I do think about the texture, I'm like, it's like a balloon. But I do enjoy them. I do eat them. Um, but tomatoes just we haven't got there soon tomato maybe 2019 2019 is the year, is the year of, of the tomato orla and the tomatoes <laughs> watch this space what we're gonna do i think we'll just continue this conversation after the break i think we're kind of just gonna go with this theme for the whole show anyway yeah. of what's coming in the future towards the end we'll specifically specify like what is projected for 2019 like upcoming yeah. news um but what we're gonna do we're gonna take a break and a little bit of music for us we're gonna come back right after this And welcome back to Genius Hack. And that is how it's done. Sorry. (laughs) Um, But we were talking before the break anyway about upcoming tech. Or not upcoming tech, sorry. Upcoming general science-y things. Yeah. Um, And you were talking about like the likes of non-animal necessary meats and stuff. Yeah. Um, And I was watching a, a really interesting thing the other night. Um, what I'll do again I, I'd forgotten to do this actually last week after mm-hmm. no no I did after the Christmas episode I did do this um, but what, what I'll do and I said, said we're going to do it in future is put up like th- information on where we got these articles from because there's a video yeah. I'll, I'll post it on our Facebook page um, after this episode it's a video of this guy goes around and he tries these um, these meats mm-hmm. now we had a little bit of a discussion earlier off the air yeah. where you were saying maybe you wouldn't be into this, but for mm. some people who maybe, you know, it's not a health reason that they're, they're yeah. vegetarian or vegan. It's literally just a, in their mind, they don't want to eat something that comes from a dead animal. Yeah. For them, say you get someone who really likes steak, really likes meat, chicken, stuff like and that. And the flavor. And the flavor and the texture. They like the whole experience of eating meat because food is an experience at the end of the day. It's not just about the flavor. It's not just about that. It's an experience. Food, yeah. if, you're, if you're a big, we're both big food people. Yeah. Food is an experience. 
Um, Keeps you alive. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's great for that too. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it does that. Yeah, yeah it has there some bonuses, I think. Now, it could be a myth. I'm not too sure. So Maybe we'll do an episode on that. Does food actually keep you alive? <laughs> we, we just won't eat for a week and then yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, if, if there's there no episode yeah, the next week, then you know, know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like th- what they've done is they're using cells essentially from actual animals. So they're using actual, say, cow cells or <coughs> chicken cells or whatever. <coughs> and they are using that to create meat. <coughs> Now, the, one of the big companies that are doing it, um, I cannot think of the name of them off the top of my head. Again, it'll be in that video. Um, but what they're doing is, their way of doing it, they're, they're focused very much on, again, the experience, mm. the bite, the taste, the texture, the whole yeah. thing. Um, so for them, what they've started on, because they're, they find it very hard in terms of forming the structure of actual meat. So they were saying like trying to make like a steak would be extremely difficult. Yeah. Try to make something that looks like a chicken breast would be extremely difficult. Yeah. And they were saying, look, they don't want it to look like something that was just stuck in a mold, pressed. And yeah. Because okay, it's going to look fake. Yeah. So they want this to look like real chicken fillets and yeah. real minced meat and stuff. Yeah. They can get that to that point, minced meat. Yeah. Um, so it's great for burgers. It's great for ah. spaghetti bolognese and stuff like that. So that's where they are with it right now. And they got the guy to try it, and he was he was surprised by it. He said like, oh. it was actually quite good. What they made him was a chicken nugget. Oh. The chicken nugget looked a bit weird. On the outside, nuggets. it was great, yeah. says the vegan. I mean <laughs> vegan chicken nuggets. There's the loads of them out there now, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so on the outside, it was breaded like a normal breadcrumb kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looked like a, a fast food chain that we won't say the name of. It's chicken yeah. nuggets. Um, <laughs> So your guy took it and he you know, broke it in half and tried it. And he, did, he said the texture was wrong. He admitted straight away, he said the texture's off. He said yeah. it, it doesn't feel like chicken. He said it's too... Um, rubbery? Sorry? Rubbery? No, no. He basically said it wasn't dense enough. Okay. It was Because it was. It was very aerated. It kind of looked like an arrow <laughs> in a weird <laughs> way on the inside. Weird. Um, yeah, if, you've, if you don't know what an arrow is, like a bubbly chocolate yeah. bar thing. But um, yeah, it look, kind of looked like the inside of that. It was sort of, um, it was aerated. Do yeah. you know, actually kind of, no. Do you know a better example of what it looked like? It didn't look out like an arrow. It, look, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like, you know when you get fresh baked bread? Yes. And you break it in half. Yeah, and the yeah, inside yeah. is Tiny very aerated. Holes, it's yeah. loads of holes. Yeah. yeah. Well, not a million miles away from it, like an arrow. Okay. But that kind of thing, that's what it looked like on the inside. And he said, it tasted a lot like chicken. Yeah. If just didn't feel it didn't match yeah but he said if it was up between this and eating like a vegetarian one this is obviously better yeah um, and then he tried they, they also showed beef like mince mm-hmm. uh, they called it ground beef being yeah. American um, but they like had mince meat and yeah. he said look we can make mince meat no problem like mince beef and he said it, it's fine it's perfect it's actual proper mince beef That's uh, it's incredible but then he went to uh, somewhere in Europe, um, he went and he tried. He actually got a bit of steak. This was one of the. This was the first batch of this they had made, and it was actually like a little lump of steak. If you've ever seen like minute steak, where it's quite thin. Um, oh, I do. I know it. Yes, yeah, yes, it's yeah. quite like slivers. Thin. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a quite yeah. thin piece of steak. Um, it was kind of that sort of thickness and about the size of a credit card. Uh-huh. Um, that was the only because they were they they're, they're still trying. They're a little bit ahead of these American guys in terms mm-hmm. of making it actually properly feel and look like meat okay uh, and look like a steak so this looked like a little sliver of steak yeah and they got like a professional chef like a really high-end chef to do it up and he fried the whole thing and he put it on put on the plate your man tried it and he said it's actually quite good he said i'm not going to stand here and you know blow smoke and say it's the best steak i've ever had he said it's not um 
he, put, he said it's not the worst steak I've ever had either. He said it actually that isn't was. Steak. It's yeah. a very good steak. He said <laughs> exactly for something that's not steak. And it, it made me think, and it, he actually goes on to talk about it in the video. It was like, say, countries like Ireland, like we're known for our beef. We're yeah. world renowned for our beef. Yeah. Um, because it is, it's so good. It's all grass fed. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's really, really high end stuff. Yeah. But the Japanese are also really well known. True. Wagyu is like a very, very, it's, it's their like high end, high end beef. Yeah. People have heard of Kobe beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kobe beef is, is a type of Wagyu. Yeah. It's just that, that region. Um, so they want to go and actually get sales from, you know, Wagyu cows, like those okay. types of cows, and replicate that. And they were kind of saying, look, if we can get it, because right now they're saying they're sort of 60, 70% there mm. is, is kind of where, they, where they, they feel they are. But they were kind of looking at it as if they can get 60, 70% of the way to a Wagyu steak, <laughs> they're still probably better than most steaks you're going to go into yeah. the supermarket and buy. That's mad. It's incredible. Like no cow had to die. Exactly, that's the thing. Because I know people, again, I know a lot of people who are maybe vegan, not mm. for ethical reasons, but for just sort of, you know, they have their reasons, this is like this is why they do it, or mm. whatever, who are really strict would kind of look at that and go, oh, well, it's still an animal product. Yeah. I was like, yes, it's still an animal product, but no animal has to die. Yeah. And in theory, if you just went to a normal farm, just a standard farm where they were just kind of, they had cows running around, maybe it's a petting type thing, something yeah. like that. You could go and actually create steaks without ever having to do anything. You literally take a, a cell sample, DNA sample from the cow. That's all you have to do. And realistically, they can take enough DNA from that one cow that they can have just an absolute load of this stuff ready yeah. to go. So nothing has to die, nothing has to suffer. It's completely, realistically, it is as humane as you could ever possibly get while still eating meat. And it, it would mean that it wouldn't that the cows wouldn't have to be mass produced. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have to have cows in these awful conditions or anything like that. And then like the environmental problems that having like an abundance of cows like causes. It's it will be it will, would be really good if we saw this yeah. in the future. Because I mean, you know all those slogans like oh the future is vegan, and it's not true. It's <laughs> not no. It's not really a, a lie in terms of sustainability yeah. because at this moment in time our whole environment our, our ecosystem is not sustainable yeah. with the level of meat production that we have with the like the numbers that we have and yeah we overdo it we we yeah. consume way too much meat even as and i'm i'm a big meat eater i yeah. was talking to you earlier about this like yeah. Nothing would convert me away from eating meat because yeah. it's it's just for me, as I said, food to me is an experience and yeah. it's an experience I enjoy. Yeah. Um it's I will even fully admit we do. We eat way too much meat. Mm. Our consumption is way too high. There is way too much wastage. Exactly. As well. There's too much waste and there's so much water needed yeah. to sustain these businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be all for this yeah it would be really good not even from again as I've said I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian (laughs) or even curious about being one but (laughs) even new year new Sean I would no (laughs) (laughs) carrot slightly less meat maybe tofu Um, steak (laughs) but um, (laughs) but for me if I was in a position where someone was to come up to me and say look we have this this beef substitute it's it's not even yeah. a substitute it is basically beef yeah. as they're, they're referring to it as clean meat because oh. um a lot of meat um providers and stuff have come out and said look if you can't we need a way to be legally distinct here yeah um if you call that meat that could it's damage our business because it's not meat yeah and they were like okay so Makes sense. in yeah in a lot of states and stuff just even 
t- take moral stuff, take all of that out of the way, just yeah. look at this as a business. Yeah, as a legal absolutely makes thing, sense. Yeah. It will be literally like someone coming out tomorrow and saying, oh, we're a company, we're going to make phones, we're going to call them the iPhone. <laughs> no, we can't do that. It's a, it's a large case I, though. Yeah, it's, it's an uppercase, yeah. yeah. Large so, case, what am I saying? <laughs> uppercase. It's a large case. Because I was going to say a big I, but then that wouldn't make sense. And then I was going to say a large I, but still wouldn't make sense. No, so you're basically saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so if someone, had, if someone was able to come up to me and say, look, this is a really genuinely good alternative mm. I and I, I'd give that a shot like I would be you heard it here fo- you heard it here first folks you heard it here folks first <laughs> you, heard, um, you heard folks here <laughs> we, we haven't got any folk music on the playlist uh, sorry about that um, but yeah no it, I think that's fantastic I think the fact that you know that this exists is good and if someone came up to me and said look this new brand has come into the shops we guarantee you it tastes like a steak. If you went mm. to your, if you, you've two beside them, this is a real steak. This is one of these, you know, lab grown things. Yeah. It tastes the same. Nutritionally has the same value to it. All the stuff is the same. Yeah. I would absolutely 100% of the time go, okay, I'll try this one because it is in terms of the environment and yeah. in terms of a lot of other things, it is better. I was about to say, I'd love to do a blind taste test, but that would mean that I'd have to eat actual cow and fake cow. And I'm like, oh wait, no. Uh, well, I'd I do it. Yeah, we you can. can set let up me a know. Taste test, and I'll be the, I'll be the one to sit here and do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I would. I I genuinely I see, like you know I'm not as I've said I am I'm a meat eater, but I'm not blind to the the negative effects yeah. of it. You know, That's of course. Um, but it's the same thing of like we drive cars around and yeah. there's extremely negative yeah. consequences to driving cars around but everybody does it you we, know. we turn such a blind eye to so many environmental effects I'm just like recycle yeah, we do. I'd love an electric car to be honest yeah so would I oh, I don't drive but yeah so would I <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd drive if I knew I could get one Yeah. but no I like that and I know we've stayed on this one topic for quite a while but I think yeah. it's, a, it's a good one to and be fair I, the theme was future and we are talking about a lot about the future and the environment and the future mm. of food consumption really yeah and this is it, it's going to be I think a big topic definitely down the line because this is kind of like we were talking about kind of more futuristic things like being able to see our dreams but this is very topical at the moment it's more yeah. tangible like you can actually you can keep up to date on advancements in food technologies and how bigger companies are trying to reduce mm. their their carbon footprints and we like because we are very environmentally conscious mm. well uh, we should be more yeah. and <laughs> um, we're the we as a people are becoming more environmentally conscious and going into the future you need to be because yeah. i mean i mean we're looking at mars but, <laughs> yeah, but like, let's let's mind earth let's, let's come see back if we here can yeah, yeah let's see if we can try and fix what we've done mm. and, and I think this thanks industrial this revolution <laughs> hey we wouldn't have mo- we wouldn't be doing this show I so know. Uh, you know yeah. I, no no thanks I industrial know. revolution yeah. um, but no I think this this whole thing to go back to the to lab grown meat type of thing when you say it, for some reason when you say lab grown meat it does yeah. sound weird it, yeah. s- it sounds wrong I'd say it would have to be marketed differently yeah, you, can't, you can't have lab grown meat slapped yeah, on the front of it it's like, like because as like as we have the internet and we were able to educate ourselves a little bit more you do become more aware of chemicals yeah. and even in recent years it, particularly with meats and vegetables people are like is, is there pesticides on mm-hmm. these vegetables is there were these cows 
fed hormones yeah because we've seen the effects of pesticides and um hormones being given to like pesticides on veggies and hormones given to to animals mm-hmm. the severe negative effects it has on our bodies yeah because it's we're not supposed to have these hormones because no. and they do transfer and especially if the animals are eating grass that mm-hmm. has gotten pesticides on it and things like that so we are becoming far more aware we of are, the chemicals yeah. we're putting in our bodies um, so I think lab-grown meat will probably need a catchier name. Yeah, and I think <laughs> at the end of the day, anything like that that's kind of human-made, like mm. that, there's always going to be possibility for issues. Yeah, and scepticism. There's always going to be one company that makes it who decides, oh, if we sneakily put this in it, it will make bigger steaks and yeah. they'll be juicier. Okay, it might <laughs> kill people down yeah. the line, but look, it'd be grand. Oh, it's a carcinogen. <laughs> yeah, like that kind of stuff's going to happen. Yeah. I think it, it, you have to accept that those types of things happen because companies try to make money how they can. Yeah. But realistically, I think one of the great things about this idea of um, lab-grown meats is it addresses an issue that I think people overlook when it mm. comes to, like, I've, uh, as you said, this whole, you know, the future is vegan thing. I've seen people mm. wearing these T-shirts and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, t- it's a big thing. And I think realistically, one thing that is, is missing, and, uh, like, we have, we've interviewed people on um, D15 Today who've been on to talk about vegan food and stuff mm. like that. And you hear them talking about it, and I love to listen to people talk about that kind of stuff. And one thing, again, that they constantly, it, it kind of brushes over is the, you know, Oh, it's fine you can still like eat a lot of the stuff you want you can still like yeah. enjoy all this stuff but no because I enjoy eating what I eat you yeah. know and the, it do, a lot of these solutions for I'll go vegan it's fine there's still really tasty food there's still this there's still that yeah there is still really tasty food but not the really tasty food I want to eat Yeah. and it's, it's almost like kind of saying you know okay you can't drive your car anymore but you can still get around there's still loads of ways to get around yeah but the car is more convenient at the minute <laughs> Or like, you know, you can't use Windows anymore, but you can still use computers, but I haven't got a clue how to use Mac. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not really a solution in the sense that, okay, yes, there is other things that you can eat. You could change to a vegan diet and there's other things you could eat, but the whole thing that's the true, vegan, but I can't eat steak. I can't eat proper chicken. This the, addresses that, I think. But the whole thing of the future is vegan. It's not peop- more people are going to choose to go vegan. It's because we've destroyed the planet and we have no choice. Oh, no, That's I know that. I mean. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not people changing their minds. Like, no, more, I get that. Which I do. more and more people are. I do understand that, that yeah. that's what that's coming from. But I mean just in general when oh, you're talking to yeah, yeah, yeah. the people who are you know promoting a vegan diet and stuff like that. Yeah. That that's one thing they constantly do overlook is the fact that well, people who like eating meat like eating meat. Yeah, but so people, like, I used to love eating meat. Yeah, but it I still do, favorite. and I want to continue to do, to do no, so. I know. But I mean, like, like people change their minds, and things change their minds. Oh, yeah, Like, that's do. where it comes from. But it's this addresses the, the issue in a different way, in that you don't have to change your mind. You don't yeah. have to compromise yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah. you enjoy to do. No, exactly. You know, it's like, I don't, you know, it's not something I want to compromise, to be honest. Yeah. As I've said, it's, I enjoy eating meat. <laughs> um, it is something I... I, I take pleasure in but, um, <laughs> but no it is and it's something I do I do do and I don't I wouldn't want to stop doing it it's yeah. like you know I like to exercise I wouldn't want to stop exercising just because I find out that you know a certain exercise I do maybe isn't the best for a certain type of muscle growth yeah yeah but I, I like this type of exercise and I enjoy it and I feel I'm getting fitter doing it so it's it, it does it, it addresses the issue of some people just don't want to have to massively change their diet. See now that you've mentioned exercise, I'm like, why isn't there people out there saying like, hey, here's an alternative to exercise? Because I hate exercise. I don't get endorphins. I feel miserable after I exert any kind of energy. 
I see I'm the opposite I love a bit of exercise oh, we're, yeah. we're really running late for a break actually oh no <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna go have to go and take a quick break um, when we come back again I think we're gonna we are gonna go into some upcoming um, you know different tech things that are coming possibly over the next kind of year or so yeah. um, we will get into that but I think we'll also kind of continue just to talk about future in general. I think yeah. it's just a very interesting, an interesting subject for this one. It's a New Year special. We're kind of throwing the yeah. um, the format out the window a little bit and just having a chat about the future. Yeah. So um, stick around. We'll continue talking about that after the break. And we are back on Genius Welcome back to the show. It's New Year's Day. It is. New Day. And we have social media things that we haven't given out yet. I know. I kept, There were so many times I kept meaning to and I totally forgot. <laughs> we're on all the social medias. So many. So Even many. the ones that haven't been invented yet. Yeah. We've gone into the future. We found out about them. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> um, so our Twitter is GeniusHack925. It is. Our Instagram is genius underscore, underscore hack, hack <laughs> because someone else got there before us. Yeah, there's actually a fair few on Instagram. I'm just like, well, okay. Mm. <laughs> and then, of course, you can find our Facebook group if you just look for Genius Hack on Facebook. You'll find us there. Um, yes. In terms of listening as well, if you've got if you're listening in the local area and you've yeah. got friends who maybe will be interested in listening to the podcast, yeah. um, we put our podcast out. We're we're currently sort of trying to expand as much as possible. Mm. Um, going into the future um, <laughs> we're hoping over the course of this year that we'll have it so that it's as easy as possible for anybody regardless of what device they're using regardless yeah. of what streaming service they like to use um, we're going to try and make it a little bit easier for everybody to get world their hands. domination yes we're going to take over the world um, <laughs> oh we're being recorded oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> we're on fire singing the pinky and the brain song in my <laughs> right now. Um, Changing our intro. We're going to take over the world. <laughs> that was such a bad impression. Yeah. Um, but you weren't meant to say yes. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to try to kind of be everywhere. We're currently, you can listen to us. We, we've been on SoundCloud since day one, so we're going to yeah. continue to go with SoundCloud, but also uh, Spotify and iTunes as well. Yeah, so we're, we're at that. there now. Mm. I was thinking as well of possibly doing like um, shortened versions of stuff. So if we have a particular interview, uh, yeah. that's, a, that's particularly good we might put that interview up specifically so people mm. can just go and listen to that if that's something they're interested in yeah. So, but we're going to be experimenting with stuff a little bit over the course of the next yeah. while just to try um, by the time we're a month or so into the year we want to have everything nailed down in terms of our social media and stuff yes Orla seems to have injured herself on the other side of the table there I know this probably did not come up on the mic but my knee made the loudest crack oh I heard that that's yeah, obviously what that, that was that was my knee yeah and ow <laughs> oh my goodness, ow. <laughs> that really, really hurt. Oh, the future is painful. The future is painful. 2019 <laughs> has got off to a painful start. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, we, were ta- bad knees. we were talking about kind of upcoming things and interesting things. Yeah. And you made an interesting point as well. Why is, there no, why is no one coming up with an alternative for exercise? Yes, please. Because I don't get endorphins. And I've had people tell me, yes, I do. And like, no, I, like, I don't get endorphins from exercise. Yeah. And it's like, yes, you do. It's like, no, I, I really don't. Like, after I exercise, and it could be a lot or it could be a little. Like, I'm not burning myself out because mm. I've also had people tell me that. Um, I've, I just feel miserable. Like I, like, I just feel more depressed. The next day I'll feel even worse. 
and not only physically but mentally like I just feel rubbish so I find it really hard to kind of keep up an exercise routine like I do I do like fitness things like I Mm. go for walks and like classes and I have fun but I have to do something you have to do something you like yeah you can't just like go go to the gym and start lifting some weights oh. <laughs> whereas for me like I've always found that to be like nearly like a meditation yeah I love I'm so jealous. lifting I just find it the whole thing of lifting heavy things for some reason <laughs> it's focusing single mindedly on something like yeah. that because you're not you're because I suppose we're this is similar to sort of what we're talking about here with this I find the science of, and I, this is something else over the course of the year I'd love to do an episode on mm. the science of fitness and stuff like that yeah I find that stuff fascinating yeah um and one of the reasons I've always found it, it can be almost meditative is because when you're doing it, you have to be completely in tune with every single function of your physical yeah. function of your body. Because if because you're not, if you can you're not, seriously, yeah, injure, seriously yourself. injure yourself. Um, if you lose focus, you can injure yourself. And yeah. I kind of like that, that you have to be fully focused and yeah. it gives you a chance to be just that's a good point in your zone in your own bubble there's nothing else stick a bit of music on if you like yeah Um, I remember hearing one guy though saying um, music is cheating really yeah he said music is cheating and the reason he he said music is cheating is because if you're listening to music you're using that to focus your attention on something else um, and you're not focusing on the struggle and (laughs) the problem is he says if something was to happen to you and you needed to use these you know whatever these abilities are maybe it is like a strength thing and you yeah. found you needed to effectively use it in the streets there's not going to be any music yeah. you know in those situations you kind of just have to do it but I just get I find I can't if you're in a movie there's music true yeah if you're in a movie <laughs> there's music um, actually just thinking about motivation and kind of focusing your mind I have an app for running mm. and I'd use it on the treadmill or if I was going for a jog and it's like these zombies like it's like you're you're a survivor in a zombie apocalypse and you basically have to run away from zombies <laughs> I've only I love it I love it a bit but I've only used it a handful of times because it links up the app links up with your um with your music yeah so you could be listening to your music and every couple of minutes like you'll you'll get radioed in and stuff like that and you'll get updates <laughs> of where the zombies are and sometimes you run into a horde of zombies and you have to run away, but you have to run, like you're told to run faster <laughs> and things like this. And if you don't run faster, then you get eaten. And as like your music is playing, but behind your music, you can hear the snarls and the breathing. That's and so cool. It's, I, the first time I did this was in kind of winter time, like it was kind of dark and dusky. And I was running on an old country road (laughs) and I legged it to the village and I had to take off my headphones and sit on on a wall. And I I genuinely nearly had a panic attack because the zombies were getting really, really close. And I knew, and like I, like I kept telling myself, like, Corla, they're not here. It's not not real. They're not here. That's how immersive this app is. So it's happened when when I was in the gym as well, just on a treadmill. And again... Like it's very very immersive. I have to try like, this noise canceling headphones and just these snarls of zombies, terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And but there really you go though. There's oh. your alternative. Not your really oh. your alternative to exercise, but it's, there is people <laughs> who are trying to come up with ways to make exercise more fun. Yeah, that it is true. Well, fun. Mm. Well, you see, I <laughs> I think it sounds fun because I hate running. That's yeah. one thing. I'm one of these. I love fitness. I love exercise. I like trying to get as much exercise as yeah. I can. I hate cardio. <laughs> I've always hated cardio. It's 
it's just yeah. something I just I find it very difficult to do yeah. but apps like that and there's like there is a lot of technology out there that kind of helps you to kind of do these things yeah um, everyone would remember from years and years and years ago the VHS tapes like Mr. Oh, Motivator and all yeah. these kind of people like that's what people were using yeah. and there's there's stuff like that now there's apps you can use to track your, your progress and how well you're doing and all this kind of stuff which is fantastic yeah like there's loads of really cool advancements being made in fitness so there is stuff going on there but it's not it's not the same type of thing no and in terms of uh, because we are kind of running out of time yeah. but in terms of one really cool uh, thing that they're people are kind of really saying is going to be a big thing and I think we can already see it is wearable devices they're already pretty yeah. big but they're talking about how over the next while it'll be very possible to actually make them so thin that they'll be weaved into the fabric of your clothing Ooh. so you'd have like clothes that are specifically for exercises yeah. and they track everything they track everything so you don't need to wear like a, you know tracking pulse tracking watch yeah. or anything like this you don't need to wear any extraneous things all you need is you know the clothes you're wearing your running clothes yeah. your running shoes would have this stuff in them and the tracksuit mm. bottoms you're wearing and the t-shirts and stuff oh you couldn't cheat on your step count if it was in your shoes no that's the thing you oh. couldn't just shake your I don't like pedometer. it already <laughs> remember that with older pedometers as well you could literally yeah. just shake them and there you go you're sorted I had had a game for my DS that had a had a pedometer like little like you'd stick it into the DS and um, it would give out to me for not doing enough steps so I'd shake it <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> but um, we've run out of time. We have. We have. Our New Year special has started to grind to an end. Yeah. Um, thank you. Obviously, anybody who was listening as yeah. much as they as much as they could last year. Um, hope you had a lovely Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. Yeah. We did. And just a reminder to people that Christmas isn't over. Christmas no. ends on the sixth of January. So. Everybody who put up trees, don't be taking them down yet. I don't care if they're dead. <laughs> they stay up until the 6th. And the Christmas spirit should still be alive. I, it's still alive to me. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. You I did. did. That's Christmas. good. Yes. That's the main dead. thing. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the main thing. <laughs> and I hope everybody listening had a great Christmas. And I hope yes. everybody listening had a great New Year. And I hope people aren't too hungover this morning. <laughs> um, this is the great thing about us being on at this time. We're like 3 in the afternoon. because yeah, okay. well, Hitting 4 now. But it's it's okay because people you, you, even if you couldn't get up early this morning, it's fine. Yeah, you can just chill out. You might be only having your breakfast now. <laughs> it depends and on how that's heavy. Okay too. Depends on how heavy the night was, but <laughs> that's okay too. Um, and I hope you guys, hope you guys, anyone who's been listening and enjoying, I hope you stick with us. Yeah. Over the year, and any of your friends convert them. Yes. Uh, and Please bring them do. along. Uh, one last reminder as well our social media so it was yeah. Instagram Facebook and Twitter um, on Instagram we're at 92 no which one is it now uh, on Twitter Twitter we're, we're at geniushack925 yeah and then Instagram, Instagram we're geniushack underscore 925 no genius underscore hack yes. 925 oh. And then just Genius Hack on Facebook as well. You'll yeah. find our group there. But we are going to have to go because we are really, really out of time now. towards the end. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Um, have a good remainder of your New Year's Christmas celebration eating. Yes. Bye-bye.